evening and welcome to the Flinttown Boy Extravaganza. I know you all have been waiting, waiting for the triumphant return of Flinttown Boy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Flinttown Boy Show. <laughs> Hold on, I'm talking to my brother. <laughs> I was just telling them about that jerk song. <laughs> what's up? What's up? First video diary of uh, August, y'all. What's up? August uh, 12, by the way, 12.46 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 12.46 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. August the 15th, 2021. August the 15th, 2021. What's up, Flint? Howdy, And everybody else that's not from Flint. Hit you with that N-E. That N-E. Hey, what's up? A day after the Denver Broncos. Put the beat down on the Minnesota Vikings. I know it was only preseason, but still, y'all. Do, 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 do. Huh? Oh, uh, the Broncos opened up uh, their season, uh, preseason, not the regular season, uh, yesterday, 4 o'clock. Uh, they beat the Vikings 36-6. Uh, to six. Drew Locke had two touchdown passes. Teddy Bridgewater had one. But the, uh, yeah. you know what? Yeah, but uh, Bridgewater had one. Drew Locke had that, uh, what was it, 80-yard uh, bomb to K.J. Hamlin. Pick it up where they left off last year against Carolina. Okay, hey, Bridgewater's Vikings. Uh, right, so. How long was that touchdown pass to KJ Hamler? Uh, God dang it. About, uh, let's see, hold on, hold on. 80 yards, okay, yeah, about 80. And. Really, Locke should have had three, but I think Judy dropped the touchdown. Uh, uh, Patrick Sertan, uh, the second, had a pick six. Defense played real well. Denver going to have one of the best defenses in the league. And Gerard Bellamy. Javante, what's his name? Javante, what's his name? Javante Smith? Has a... Uh, Hold on, I'm trying to see his name. The running back they, they drafted. Javante Harris. No, 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 no. Yeah, so uh let's see. Uh up, uh, no, no, no. Uh 
Not Seth Williams. Who was the running back? Uh, God. Who was the running back for the Broncos? This must be Russia here. Javante Williams. Javante Williams had a pretty good game. Five carries for 29 yards. But uh, Mr. Crockett had the most yards. I don't even know where he come from. Or the Packers. Yeah. Royce Freeman played. I think everybody played, but uh, the guy that they brought over from the Rams, Melvin Gordon. Oh, it's a sigh. Sorry for that yawning, guys, but shit, I'm kind of tired. Working six days a week. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of that lock to, Drew, Drew, uh, to KJ Hamlin. Locke's problem is Locke has a huge arm, and now since he got K.J. Hamler, and if they could, they got to push the ball down the field. I don't know what was up with Pat Shermer last year where they couldn't get any plays down the field. But the problem with Drew Locke is Drew Locke is inconsistent as fuck, man. I mean, he has got to learn how to start putting together uh, – Consistent uh, performances, man. But this podcast is not about that. My, this podcast is entitled. I was watching Harley Quinn. I was supposed to be watching Finish. Last Saturday, I started watching The Suicide Squad and fell asleep and ain't got back to watching it. Like I said, I, I got to get up early. Shoot, two two thirty in the morning on Saturday, cause I'm four to twelve thirty. Um, that takes a lot out of you, even though it's one day a week. That takes a lot out of you, and then you gotta work. Uh, I get to sleep in a little bit Monday through Friday, but still, man, that takes a lot out of you. Cause then you don't really get. I don't really get no sleep Friday nights, cause we gotta go from. Uh, I get up at 8 Monday through Friday. Then we come in, then Friday night when I go back to bed for Saturday morning. I uh, got to get up for that 4 o'clock, so I got to get up at 2.30, man. That's rough. And then uh, the job is real easy, but still, man, that's, that's still like... I put in... I put in at least I put in at least 60 hours a week. Yeah, so even though we work 6 days when they get you know you still can end up with uh we work 6 days but we get uh over 7 days or about at least 7 days or more of working. So we kind of doing like supposed to be eight hours but we end up doing like 10 hours a day so i'm still trying to add a second job so we'll see y'all it's just it's uh it's a little time my cousin be getting mad at me for now i'm like bro we come on man I, i just i'm tired i'm tired text me and i'll text you back i, I just 
unless it's business, I really don't want to be on the phone no more like that. Because <laughs> you work it 60 days a week in six days, that's like 10 hours a day. Uh, 10 hours a day. Then when you get home on the weekend, you get home on the weekend, you got to go to the grocery store, you got to go shopping. Uh, you can't really get out and do nothing else because you got work, then you got to go shopping. Some stuff you might want to go drop off at your storage. Other things you want to go do, you got to catch up from Monday through Saturday. When you get off Saturday, so you're running. I try not to, but sometimes I have to run Saturday and Sunday. I hate that. I hate that. I swear to God, I, I really feel like going back to just uh, five, five days a week. I really do. And that way I will have Saturday and Sunday off just so I can chill. But uh, good thing, uh, that's sad when you look for it. I don't celebrate the holidays, but uh, ooh, Lord, I be looking forward to the holidays to get an extra day off, man. Man. Labor Day. Labor Day is on the 6th. So let's see. We got about three weeks, man. Yeah, it's the first Monday. So it's the six. It's the first Monday, so... Uh, Shit, we got three weeks to get a day off. An extra day. Boy, I'm telling you, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do all my running Saturday. And then, and I really don't want to, because sometimes I just be so tired, man. I come home and just lay down and sleep. And just get all that. Get my clothes off. Get all washed up and stuff, eat, wash, get washed up. And, man, I lay down on my futon or in my bed. And uh, Saturday, I get up and go to go do what I got to do. But I'm telling you on that, when we get that extra day off, like the uh, holiday is a Monday, which is, is next month, uh, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to go and do everything Saturday. So I can have Sunday and Monday off where I'm just going to chill. You know, the NFL season is, is preseason started yesterday. I told you about the Broncos. Who crushed the Vikings. 36-6. Hopefully this is things to come. They could potentially have the best defense in the whole NFL. Um, I'm in Facebook jail again. What's new? Been in Facebook jail, I think, for... Uh, Hold on, let me see how long I've been in. Okay, 28, so two days now. Two days now, so. So, uh, 
that means Friday. So I'm going to watch Holly Quinn or is that her name, Holly Quinn? Because I was going to watch uh, Suicide Squad, but for some reason, the Suicide Squad, bleh, the Suicide Squad, what is wrong with me today? The Suicide Squad won't play. Yeah, it, 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 um, let's try it again. He has been with us the whole time. Okay, Suicide Squad is playing again. So what I'm going to do, I'm also going to put highlight, highlight, what is wrong with me? Hold on, let's see. Harley Quinn, going to play that again. Go back to that. Okay, so. So I'm going to play Harley Quinn after I get through with the Suicide Squad. You know, she had a standalone movie this year. The other week I finally got to see Judas and the Messiah. And I got to see Space Jam. I don't watch a lot of movies. But I want to say this, get to my topic. It's taking me 14 minutes to get to my topic. Let me say this. Now that I'm looking at my screen, see how much, how much time I've taken. Uh, did I say the time? Well, right now it is 12.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. August the 15th, 2014. And uh, I would like to say, uh, I know I criticize black women a lot because of the stupid shit that they do. I know that. But let me say this, not about black women, but about black children. I never criticize little black boys, little black girls, because they are our future, and they don't have nothing to do with this, this gender war that we're in and have been in for a long time. You know, they're, they're where they're at because of us. Gen Xers, baby boomers. Um, should you could either say, you could even say the uh, millennials. I would count the millennials. I, I don't know, the zillennials, a lot of them are real young. So I might not count the zillennials, but the millennials, Gen X, the baby boomers, and the silent generation. We, cre we created this bullshit. And it was up to us to fix it, and we passed it on. The silent generation passed it on to the baby boomers. Baby boomers passed it on to Gen X. Gen X passed it on to the millennials. And the millennials have, you know, passed it on to the zillennials. And I forget who's the newer group, the newest group. So we're supposed to make their future better and brighter by doing stuff in our era to help them along the way when they come along. And we didn't. We didn't do a good job of that. Uh, so that's our fault. You know, that was our fault. That was our responsibility. Uh, but I would like to say I believe in you guys. And uh, somebody was just talking about this interracial agenda. That's being pushed. You got 
we got them pushing on our people this this intersectionality that you know uh, uh, dating outside your race is somehow okay, and and we're not calling them race traders. Everybody else call that stuff race traders. To all those people, race traders. You know, we want to call it something else and pretend like it's not what it is. It's race trading. You're a race trader if you do that stuff. Reading with the enemy, sleeping with the enemy. That's race traders type stuff. People got burned and uh, skinned alive and hung and shot and killed for doing the shit we allow in the black community. And then keep writing it off as, well, you know, love and love. You can't help who you fall in love with. Ain't no wrong with interracial daddy. You know, Excuses for your race traders. Ain't that Cerulean Gray on YouTube used to say that? We're the only group that's taught to embrace our race traders and continuously act like it's nothing wrong with people like Crystal and Karazin and Chrissy and Cynthia G and Paris Milan and uh, the uh, real Yanni, or is it the real Yana? These bitches are race traders. That's what they're preaching, a race trader uh ideology and and we're sitting back letting them do that it ain't no such thing as no swirl movement for other races of, of women ain't no divest movement for other races of women because you know what those men from them other races would probably hang those fucking women only black women would do some fuck shit like that because they know black men gonna just sit back and tolerate it People like that would have been taken out a long time ago. Here go that bitch Paris Milan right here. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. If I hear Paris Milan or Chrissy say one more time that black... Black women are fighting black men's battles. What are you talking about? They say some of the dumbest shit, man. God, they say some of the dumbest shit. Where are y'all fighting our battles at, bitch? What are you talking about? Black women are only out for them damn selves. They don't do shit for us. What are you talking about? To even say that, man, come, come on. God damn, to even say some dumb shit like that. You see black women fighting black men battle. The dumb black bitches that go along with that stupid bitch. For real, man. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> What fucking black male battle do black women fight? So you got black women speaking up uh, against the way the child support system is railroading black men? No. <laughs> black men being mass incarcerated? No. Black men not getting jobs? No. Where are y'all fucking fighting our battles at? What is she talking about? The fact that the fact that we don't push black males and black boys to to do anything productive as a race, it, where, where where are y'all fighting our battles at? The fuck are you talking about? Just lying, just to just to pander to a bunch of bitter, broken black bitches. 
fighting our battles. You know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here. Ain't nothing black women do for black men. Everything they do is to basically help them as a group. What is she talking about? But I just wanted to tell you children, the children out there, you guys. Uh, you guys are going to have to... They they hit they are hitting you guys with a lot of stuff. They're hitting you with an interracial agenda, a homosexual agenda, a feminist agenda, anti-masculinity agenda. Man, y'all, y'all, I, I feel sorry for y'all. Cause they hitting y'all with every goddamn thing to fuck y'all up. They trying to get rid of They said now nah, they trying to get rid of race and gender all together. Ain't that something? This nigga. So Willie D. An embarrassing GoFundMe to raise money for clothes for their child. When you had a bitch just make... Oh man, come on, Willie D. Woo, shit, y'all. These fucking... And I like Willie D, but that pro-black shit, man. All them niggas do is sit up and worship black women. Now, he gonna talk about this black man raising money to, to get clothes for his child, but a black bitch with, with, with just basically pretended like those mutts was her kid. She raised over $200,000 on GoFundMe, and Willie D probably didn't say shit about her, though. Let me see. Let me see. See if Willie D said anything about her. He ain't gonna say, they ain't going to say shit about that black bitch. They ain't going to say shit about that black bitch. That bitch could, day up, could lay up with white men and have gutter sex. This nigga ain't going to say shit, but this was embarrassing. That this black man raised money for his kids, but he ain't say nothing about that black bitch, did he? Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, Willie D ain't say shit about her, though. He ain't gonna call that black bitch out for nothing. Orchard read for people. Yeah. Wow. But anyway, y'all gonna have to um Y'all gotta fight ahead of y'all, man. And y'all gotta stand and fight. Y'all got to. You got to, man. You got to. You gotta stand and fight, man. And black men, your older guys, 
Y'all have got to stand, start fighting for these black boys. Y'all got to, cause ain't nobody's, ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing shit for these black boys. Y'all want to talk about black men don't build and black men don't do this and that. Look at the boys you raising. You getting what you putting in. Every time you see the average black male interact with a black boy, it's always some confrontational shit. But you gotta always treat them like like you gotta always uh be uh confrontational with them you never see no love it's always raising your voice and wanting to almost fight man go on with that stupid shit man that shit's not working you gotta try another type of uh tactic that's not working y'all don't y'all don't get that these boys like bgs said you don't think they know that you treat these black girls completely different than them that you coddle these girls and treat them like shit. Y'all don't think they know that? Come on, man. Ain't nobody stupid. We know all our lives that black girls and women get treated differently than we do. Ain't no if ands, or buts about that. They get coddled all the way. You can't talk to them a certain way. Don't raise your voice at them. You can't hear them. I mean, it's almost like they're fucking God. But they can hit you and talk to you any kind of way. Make that stupid shit make sense, man. You know it's a double standard your whole life, but you're supposed to sit there. You're supposed to sit there and pretend like you don't. Like you don't notice the fact that there is a double standard. That this black female can get away with whatever she wants. Nobody will say a word. You can't even breathe the wrong way, and they criticizing you for breathing. But I'm going to go on and get on off of here because uh, I've been on here almost 30 minutes, so let's make it a full 30. Hit the cash app, y'all. Hit the cash app. No. <laughs> ah, but you know what? I might start putting uh, my uh, PayPal uh, link up so y'all can PayPal me. For those of you who want to PayPal me, Start putting my PayPal link up. That's what I'll do. So that you guys can send me some PayPal money. I only currently am a Patreon of one person. Um, so I'll be breaking her off the first or probably the second of uh, September. Got my uh, five-year anniversary coming up September the 2nd, so I uh, started a new lease on life on September the 2nd, five years ago, so uh, that's cool, man. It's cool, a nice milestone in my life, you know, for people who jump on the internet and talk about how you ain't shit, you don't have this, you don't have that, and it's like they don't know what 